Welcome to the Performance Podcast with Melissa Kender, where I'm here to help you stay strong and last long in your athletic endeavors. There's no running topic too broad or lifting topic too heavy that we won't cover. So if you're looking to get fitter, faster, stronger, then this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Melissa, certified functional strength coach, personal trainer, running coach, hybrid athlete with a no BS approach to fitness, creating unfiltered conversations around fitness topics that can be somewhat messy. And the answer is often, it depends. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Performance Podcast. Today, we're going to be jumping into a few topics that were pulled from the community. First, we talk about how soon after a run should you fuel, running safety, and my favorite, tips to conquer mental blocks during your training. How soon are you post-run fueling? After a particularly hard run workout, workout in general, or long run, timing on post-run fueling is super important. Of course, any run where you finish and feel depleted, we recommend taking something in. But after these hard efforts, we really want to maximize the training adaptations that have taken place by fueling up as soon as possible. Running is a catabolic activity, meaning muscle is being broken down. Without good post-run fueling, we could see too much muscle breakdown, leading to extended recovery times, decreased performance, and so much more. Protein helps to begin the rebuilding process so that our muscles repair themselves to become stronger, fitter, and better than they were before. Our muscles and liver are also where our bodies store glycogen, the main storage unit for glucose, which the body uses for energy. Carbs mostly make up that supply of glucose, which helps protect the muscle mass from being broken down during exercise. The carbs also help to replace liver glycogen, which affects our mental alertness and energy after running. We have a limited supply of glycogen in the body, so replacing it is super important. For these two reasons, it's definitely recommended to get a combination of carbs and proteins after a hard or long run. The ideal is 4 to 1 ratio or 3 to 1 ratio carbs to protein, but really whatever you can get in that helps you recover will be just fine. The real important factor here is timing. So much happens within your hormones and body and metabolism after endurance activity So you want to fuel up within 30 minutes to get the greatest benefits. Your body is craving that fuel in the aftermath of a run, so it uses everything extremely efficiently. And if you can't get to a meal right after your run, just pack something that you can eat and enjoy quickly. For instance, I know I love to pack, say, figs, banana, or some protein of choice. I'll pack turkey, I'll pack a sandwich, chicken, whatever it is, chicken and rice. I'll just make something ahead of time put it in my lunch bag, and have it in the car if I'm going somewhere for my run. But the main thing is to get that post-run fuel so that you can get the proper adaptations so that your body can recover well, so that you can perform well, and then go into your next workout feeling absolutely amazing. Tips for running safety. As runners, we should be able to confidently run alone. However, unfortunately, we live in a world where we need to be aware and safety is priority. With each breaking news story of a runner being attacked, I watched the fear begin to rise within our running community. After a few of you reached out during one of my polls asking if I had any specific running tips for safety since I do it a lot in so many cities around the world, I thought it was time to put together tips in this podcast. First, I want to address the overall issue. Should we be afraid to run alone? Absolutely not, but we need to be smart. I'm going to dive into some key running safety tips to keep in mind when you're going out on a run, 
But before that, there are some things that can boost our confidence now. Remember that the key is risk aversion, not risk elimination, because that's just impossible and would mean that we need to stay indoors our entire lives and never get out and do what we want. A big part of what helps women runners stay confident while running is taking the necessary safety precautions. Plus, confidence doesn't mean ignoring the issue. It means running from a place of strength that allows you to react if needed and not to be scared away from doing something you absolutely love. The unknown can be scary, so the more you do it, the more comfortable it becomes. Talk with other local runners to see the good experiences they have. Maintain perspective about how often these things truly happen. They're very high profile and splashed all across the news, but thousands of runners go out every single day unharmed. That being said, safety is key, so here are the top running safety tips that'll help improve your confidence and safety while running alone. Some may seem like no-brainers, but they're extremely important to review and to go into detail about. First, we want to be alert and be aware of our surroundings. I know one of the reasons we enjoy our our solo runs so much is because it's a chance to disconnect and a chance to get lost in our thoughts. On a whole, that's just fine, but it doesn't mean losing track of what's happening around us or being unaware of things going on. Being aware of your surroundings and being able to hear is so crucial. On the trails and paths, I'll use maybe a turnaround corner to check behind me or for anyone who might be coming. And during runs, I'm aware of who's stopping, who's heading towards me, or anything like that, or even honestly anything that just looks a little out of place. Oftentimes I'll run with one earbud or none so that I'm fully aware of my surroundings and can hear everything. And not just hear people, but also hear cars. And if you're thinking, but I need music or I need something when I'm running, then just use the sound of your phone. I'll often do that as well. Just tuck my phone into my pants, keep the sound on and go for my run. Which then leads me into number two, you wanna be picky about your headphones. Safety experts will tell you to ditch them all together, but I know that means for many people, they'll just maybe stop running because they need something to listen to. And we're super fortunate to live in a time where there's so many options, particularly running headphones. There's a few brands that allow your ears to be free while you're running. For instance, the brand Shocks, S-H-O-K-S, they make great bone conduction headphones, which allow you to keep your ears totally free and hear your surroundings while still enjoying your music or podcast. And again, another option for hearing your surroundings is to just use one earbud. And I found this to work really well, or just go for, say, an audiobook or podcast instead of music if you're on a path that's not well lit or that doesn't have many people. Save the music for daylight hours or for heavily trafficked paths. I noticed we often turn up the music super loud when we're pumping and going, then say an audiobook or podcast. Be choosy about the time and place you run. Running safely requires applying the same common sense you would use to remain safe anywhere else, which means avoiding parked cars, avoiding dark areas, and trusting your intuition. Here are a few other tips to consider when picking a time and place for running. If you're running alone, choose a location where you know people will be out in your neighborhood or somewhere else like that so you feel safer. Choose a location that's very well lit. Again, this will increase your comfort starting out. And when traveling, ask local runners or check running websites about the best options to go to. You'll see a lot of of the same places mentioned over and over again on running websites or Facebook groups. And on trails, opt for staying a bit closer to the trailhead and going when more runners are out. Also, wear reflective running clothes. 
It's always necessary to wear reflective running clothing, say your socks, shirt, something on your shorts or anything like that, but as fall approaches, it becomes even more important. When you run early in the morning or late at night, it will be darker. Reflective materials are passive, which means they respond to other types of light, such as car headlights. For this reason, you should give some thought to the type and amount of reflective clothing you wear on your runs. This could be socks, vests, shirt, shorts, pants, whatever it may be. This is why vests and other bigger reflective gear are great for keeping runners safe. As the fall approaches or later winter times, I'll also use a headlamp for the start of my morning runs if it is dark outside. Also, talking about gear, if you live in a rural area, use a vest that can carry additional tiny, tiny items like a whistle that you can use if you need help. I know the vest that I use has a super lightweight and mini whistle that's attached to it, so you can't even lose it. It's automatically right there. And it also has some zippers to add additional items like, say, pepper spray and mini knife or anything like that. It's all about just being prepared. Remember, preparation is key. Also, tell loved ones that you're going for a run and share your running route with your loved ones. I know my husband always knows where I'm going for a run, what time I'm going for a run, and I often share my location with him for safety. So make sure you have someone that's like that, whether it's your sister, brother, parents, spouse, best friend, whoever it may be, let them know you're going on an early morning run, what time you're leaving, share your location, because that way they have it, and it is so key. And in regards to social media, make sure you stay private before your runs and don't share your running routes. While using different running apps and social media apps for its fun sharing features is such a great idea, try not to use it or other social media apps regularly to share your routes or to let people know when and where you will be running prior, especially if you're going by yourself. Also, learn basic runner self-defense. There's actually, it's actually surprising how many safety defense classes there are all around the world near me and I 100% guarantee near you. And within this, you want to practice yelling. You know, we're so used to being quiet, especially on our runs, that when we actually maybe need to scream, it might not happen as easily. So we want to practice that. It might feel awkward, but it's extremely beneficial if we're ever put in a situation. And this actually has been one of the best things I've learned. It's weird to yell and scream, but that can't be the case if you're trying to stay safe. And it's not about just yelling help. Instead, you want to say things like, I don't know you, get away from me, and things like that. You're more likely to grab attention from anyone nearby when you do. And along the same lines, if you are getting attacked, think heel of the palm to the nose of the attacker and knee to the groin for self-defense. This swift strike hurts and is unexpected and likely distract them. I know this all seems a bit intense, but it's actually very good to get into your brain and to have it into your brain so that if something does happen, it'll quickly come to the forefront and you can use it for your self-defense. Also, if someone grabs you from behind, don't just try to run away because they're, the attackers, they're going to know that you're going to try to do that. So they're ready for that. Instead, throw your weight back towards them. This throws them off balance because they expect you to pull forward and are braced for that. So this will throw them off balance and you'll be more likely to get out. And again, if you do feel comfortable, pepper spray, mace, a lipstick taser, sharp object, alarm, whistle are all great ideas to have on hand for self-defense. And please don't be afraid to call the police right away if you do feel threatened. Never feel ashamed for reporting suspicious activity. It's essential for both your safety and also the safety of others. Moving on to tips to conquer the mental blocks in training. 
All right, so you've been bold. You've signed up for that race, the one that you've had your eye on. You know, that really big one that you could only dream about. You've been running consistently and thought, if others can do it, so can I. Part of the battle is just signing up. So you deserve a medal and a t-shirt just for doing that. Entering your credit card info, pressing submit, and trusting that you will cross that finish line. You're brave, determined, and ready to take on the world. And then two months into training, you look at your running shoes, your gear, and you think, what the heck am I doing? This goal was way out of reach. I'm tired. I don't know if I can do this. But listen, guess what? You are not alone and you are normal. Everyone who takes a chance on themselves has self-doubt or mental fatigue at some point. And if they say they don't, they're lying or they're just a robot. I 100% have self-doubt and mental and physical fatigue during my training, especially training for specific events. So take a deep breath and now let it out. And let's go through my top tips on how to beat the lows of mental fatigue during training. Now I want you to visualize. Visualize your race. Visualize your pace. During my training, almost every single run for that last mile, I lower the volume of my phone if I have something on, and I visualize running the last mile of my race. I visualize the feelings, the sensations, the excitement and tears. Visualize throwing your arms up in the air at the finish line. Visualize running into the arms of your spouse or your parents, your best friend, family, children, whoever it may be. Visualize their pride for you. Visualize your pride for yourself. Visualize every single day. I, really, I want you to think about each and every mile, and I want you to visualize how you may feel during every mile. Visualize being tired. Visualize the crowds. But visualize how accomplished you'll feel. Visualize pushing through. Manifest your race. And build a support network. Social media can be a great way to find encouragement and friends along the same journey as you are. Or pick out a couple people that you can give full disclosure in regards to your race, whether it's your friend, spouse, or whomever. Tell them, I'm doing this race. I'm going to be excited. I might cry. I'm nervous. But what I need you to tell me is that I'm doing a good job and to keep going. And be honest with them. Tell them, when I'm excited, will you celebrate with me? And when I'm feeling like I want to quit, will you give me the encouragement to keep going? And as much as you may want to do it alone, it's much easier when you have a couple places to land on when you're having a good and bad day. And trust me, with training, there's a lot of good and bad days. And I know for me, I'm an extremely private person. Don't trust many people, which is actually kind of funny because half my business is, on, is now on social media, but I still don't have a large circle. Instead, I find it comforting to keep it to two to three people and just let them know my thoughts and feelings. Trust me, this little support network goes a long way. Accountability is key. And be selfish. It's okay to be a bit selfish at times. This is a big deal and a big goal that you've set. Let your family know that you may need their support at times. Set up a schedule that's doable for you. And if you ever find yourself feeling guilty, make it a friend affair or family affair and get others involved in your training in some way, shape, or form. And along the same lines, you may find yourself saying no to social events or going to bed early trading cocktails for protein shakes, and that's okay. Stay present and stay focused. This is a time for you to accomplish something amazing and something life-changing. The ones who love you will understand and support you. Do make time for the ones you love and always involve them. Family, children, best friends always come first, but I'm simply saying, 
during peak training months, you may have to cut back just a little bit on the social calendar. And it's okay to work on you and work towards your goals and have your own dreams. And just because we're not elite athletes doesn't mean that your goals are not worthy and that your dreams aren't worthy. Anything you set your mind to is worthy and you can accomplish it. Also, remember why you started. Determine your why early on and never forget it. You know, in fact, write it down, keep it with you so you can remember it every single day. And make sure to reflect. When you feel like you can't go any further, look how far you've come. Be proud of each step along the journey. It's not going to be linear. There will be ups and downs. There will be good weeks. There will be bad weeks. Weeks where you feel like your body is done and weeks where you feel like you're on top of the world and your body can go forever. Embrace it all and embrace the entire process. The good, the bad, the ugly, everything in between as well. And take the words coulda, woulda, shoulda and toss them out. Sometimes you'll want to say, I could have trained more. I would be faster if I should have gone for this run. I woulda, coulda, shoulda. And you're going to repeat this vicious cycle. So toss them out. There is no coulda, woulda, shoulda on race day. Do your very best and know it is enough because you are enough. And make sure to flow with it all. Control what you can control like your fueling, hydration, and running attire. And let go of what you cannot control like weather conditions. Be prepared but be flexible. There's a lot out of your control like the weather so don't stress. Just flow with it. Give your very best effort each and every day and your effort will look different throughout your training because of certain variables. But it's about showing up consistently and giving the effort that you can give on that day. Make sure you're enjoying the process. Running should be enjoyable and should be a lifelong endeavor. Yes, there will be times when you might want to cry or the workout was hard, but you still should embrace it and enjoy the process. For me, training is more fun than race day. Personally, I'm not a big fan of race days, but I love the training. So fun, fitness, and friends is key to longevity in the sport. When in a rut, examine if you have lost the fun element and then leave your paces behind and go for a run along the most beautiful trail you can find or the muddiest trail or something just simply amazing and just run. Just simply run and embrace what your body's doing. Think of how much fitness you have gained and thank your body repeatedly for showing up every single day. And believe in yourself. Cultivate belief, practice positive self-talk, and don't compare your running journey to anyone else's. Remember, your race, your pace. This is your running journey and this is your training. Our training literally transforms our mental state and strengthens us in ways well beyond anything aesthetically can. It changes us deep in our core. So welcome the setbacks. And yes, acknowledge that maybe you're having a tough time believing, but don't let that disbelief sit there. Wave it on, blow to kiss, place your hand on your heart, take a deep breath, and when you exhale, repeat the mantra, I believe in me. So if you're having mental blocks in your training, know that you're not alone. I promise you every single person from the recreational athletes to Olympians have some mental blocks. But remember, it's about pushing through that will set you apart and knowing that goals take time, goals take effort, and that it is a journey, so embrace it. Thank you for listening to the Performance Podcast with Melissa Kender. And to everyone listening, share this episode of the show, leave a rating and a review on your podcast app of choice. It really helps. And thank you again. You can find me on all areas of social, and I look forward to chatting with you guys next time.